Welcome to another, well, episode two of Creating Space. Um, you are here with myself, Nixon, and Charlie. Yo. How are you? on, people? I'm oh, good. I'm good. Actually, a lot better. I had a coffee. I was feeling a little bit tired when I was on my way here because yeah, the weather's yeah. not the best. Because you didn't get your run in. I didn't get my run in this morning. I'm spewing. <laughs> but um, other than that, what can you do? Can't control the nature or Mother Earth. No, no, nor would you want to. Um, so I guess this, um, firstly, I'd like to say great um, gratitude to everyone who has listened, everyone who has shared, everyone who has expressed um, uh, their resonance with myself and, and, and Charlie. Um, it really, you know, I was only expecting, you know, 10, <laughs> 10 listeners or so, something like that. And um, it's definitely exceeded that. Um, so very much grateful for, for you guys and you guys and girls to, to be able to, to resonate with this message. Um, and we look forward to the future. So um, we were discussing what we were going to talk about today and the things that came up for both of us is faith and, and, and resilience. And um, I believe that it is definitely uh, something uh, that people or everyone needs to tap into, especially now, um, but ongoing in the future. So um, let's talk about faith. Let's talk about faith. Um, so what is, um, what is faith to you, Charlie? Faith to me is knowing that there is, I'm always going to be looked after. Mm. No matter what I do, there's always going to be something for me, something intended for me. And, um, and almost a protection, a safety. I think I like to use faith as a, as a way to, life can be hard, so I like to use it as a way that I can, it helps me feel safe. Mm. I can manage um, situations and bad outcomes because I know as much as I'm suffering now or in that moment, that um, there's something for me. You know what mm. I mean? There's something greater for me and something that was that was meant to be for me. Mm. And I think that idea there, me forever um, feeling that, that, that safety, that protection, it just gets me, it can get you through day to day. Mm. You know what I mean? But as I see faith now, I see faith now in regards to, there's always, there's always a bigger calling. There's always um, something more for us. At the same time too, I need to dive in to my faith in, in able to, um, how do I say this? Um, in order to create those things that I'm hoping that faith will give me, mm-hmm. but I know that I can come and create those things or have an opportunity to connect to those things, to bring those things and make them or manifest them into life. Yeah. So in order to do that now, faith is a little bit different to me where I have to have faith in myself. Mm. So faith in myself and faith in my skills and faith in who I know, uh, knowing who I am. Mm. So from here on out, when we talked about last week about my six month journey, what faith is now is faith in myself. Mm. Faith in myself that I'm not doing anything that doesn't align with me. Mm. I'm doing things that feels right for me, feels right for for me and with the connections that I have with others. Yeah. That's faith now for me. So faith faith has changed a little bit. Before it would be like faith in the the universe as a plan for my life, but now faith for me is faith for myself so I can align with the universe for what's right for me. 
Yeah, cool. You know I mean, so it's like a different connection. It's almost like we have a friendship now. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I can definitely resonate with that. Um, I'm a very visual person, so as you speak, I come like there's things and images that come to mind. And um, I kind of see faith and what came to mind is like a lighthouse, a beacon, a constant mm. of your core beliefs and, and something that keeps you in line. So no matter um, whether the waves of life are crashing down and the haze and, and, and the mist and stuff, there's always that beacon, that lighthouse to guide you to your path and keep you in check to that. Um, how do you, how has faith created space Um in in recent times um for you to get through adversity and be resilient to those adversities so we could talk about the the faith that i originally grew up with yep i think through that um how that created space for me previously mm. it would have been in ways of um as much as there's a bad moment i was able to look at the best of things because i always knew that there there was always something greater yeah it was just like I was allowed just to, I was patient. I waited for it. Yeah. So what it was meant to be was meant to be. If it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. So faith, I use faith as a safety in regards to allowing me to let uh, lose control mm. and not be worried that I don't have control. Mm. So I allow old, old version of faith for me would be um, not falling victim to losing control. Yeah. You know what I mean? And knowing that this, this was meant to happen, you can't control it. Yeah. It's funny how he mentioned control. And how paradoxical, uh, paradoxical it is when we say by letting go we of control, but in turn we gain control of heart and soul. Mm. Like it's it's very it's 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 quite a by letting go of our identity of control in our mind of things external to us. We also we in turn we actually get greater control of more value of well we are who we are. We are, I have faith in myself. I have faith in a higher being, whether it be the universe or wherever you subscribe to. Um, so I just I just wanted to bring that up as far as how uh, control was very uh, misdefined as, oh, I have to control every bit of moment. Mm. You can actually have a deeper sense of control by being present with your thoughts and such. Yeah, then that brings us to my, my, my new version of faith yep. is exactly that. As much as I might not have control of what's going on around me, yeah, I have control of how I react to my situations that's going around around me. Mm. Now, in order to do that, the faith within myself is a little bit different. I have to know who I am, what I am, and what I want to do. So when I lose control, it's like I could sort of just let it be. Yeah, but I know in my in my in my world, in my views, in my sense of self, that. I won't react to that situation. The control is not a different thing. I know I have the power to create a new outcome. Yeah. Or I have the power to create a new feeling or just not to be attached to those emotions now. Yeah. So faith in myself is completely different. We're now connect with the universe and now because I have more faith in myself, I have less moments of needing to be worried about losing control because um what's the way? How can I say this? I don't have um uh, yeah, I don't get upset when I lose control when I know that it just wasn't for me, I can just drop that. I don't attach mm. to that. It's just, it's not even a thought. It's just like, no, I'm just watching it now. Yeah. 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 The observer. Um, yeah, yeah. So now I'm the observer. So when it comes to things like I could just observe and just keep back on my stuff. I think this is where now we can come, where you can sort of tie it into resilience mm. in a sense like that. But before we dive into that, yeah. um, faith for you. Faith for me is, um, 
I've always resonated with uh, uh, the servitude of faith and through, um, you know, was baptised Protestant, you know, went to a Catholic school for a moment there and there were certain elements that I, that I really resonated with but then the focus of you have to do this and you have to do that kind of detached myself from that. So I, um, I'm not religious, I'm just spiritual in that in that sense so faith for me is uh, faith in the universe um as myself as being a vessel of that to serve others um and then faith in and then through that it empowers me to have faith in self as well um no going through certain going through um as i've mentioned in in, in previous podcasts with uh with with zab and gamble is that i have um things that i need to that i get to deal with uh, went to a therapy session on uh, NLP therapy session on uh, on Sunday, and it had it it's brought out thirty three years of of say trauma for lack of a better word um, stuff that I've been holding on to that has has not served me in the way that um, has given me a, le- a less sense of, of self-worth, um, which is, I can see now through observing, has had affected relationships, has have fe- affected um, business or the wanting to, to, and the ability to believe in myself to do such. So going back to what faith is for me, faith in this present moment and present time is being the awareness of these these problems or these these issues, whether it be temporary or long-standing of thirty-three years, the faith is still there. So faith allows me to have the confidence in self, knowing that I can have the resilience and I'm equipped to to have that resilience to lean into it, to to look at it, to and true resilience is to smile at it now, and being like, okay, cool, universe, faith in universe. I know you got something like something in store for me. Let's just go through it. Whatever's uncomfortable, let's do it. Mm. Let's journal about it. Let's cry when I'm journaling, which I had, which I did yesterday. I was just journaling <laughs> and I was crying and I was like, "Oh man, oh you, you, you cried on you cried on the the, the, the your journal. Now your your ink's all blotchy." <laughs> <laughs> but like going through that, so faith in, for me is a resilience to tackle anything that comes across my path and not only see it but smile at it. Yeah, I, I think you got to have to everything that comes up to you now, even if it's a, I think the negative stuff or the negative stuff that you experience, you need to look at it as it's here for a reason because you need to learn something about it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you need, there's something that you need to understand in this moment in order to let go, drop it or just observe it so you don't react. Mm. And I think the less we react, the less we, um, we let things affect us. Yeah. So now when I look at that thing, yeah, when I look at that, universe what do you got here to teach me yeah or like or lord what do you got here why are you presenting me with this yeah and it's um and it's for reasons in regards to there's something here and the reason you're asking this question because something's bothering you in this moment mm. you know what i mean and this is where you start training yourself up and getting this resilience yeah because now you're understanding and not falling victim to your emotions or falling victim to feelings that keep reoccurring until you create deep attachment to it mm. and now you've got this resentment now you've got this thing and when these things come up this is the reaction gets worse but we always got to remember the reason why we want to dive into this stuff because the reaction there's two ways of reaction you react to it but it reacts back at you mm. 
because you internalized it. Yep. You're holding on to it. So I think um, when it comes to that, you need to look at those things and then embrace the good stuff that comes about. Yeah. Well, there's two sides. Like, I think it's, we talk about the other stuff so much is because that's the stuff that stops us from viewing or appreciating the good stuff that comes up in our lives. Yeah. So we forget the gratitude part because we forget all we're thinking about is all the stuff that, all the memories, all the all the, that experience, how much it annoyed us. Yeah. And now we forget what actually lies in front of us. Yeah. What lies in front of us could be um, waking up to your child or knowing that you got food on the table. All these simple things that are blessings that we forget that they are blessings because we're too worried about how so-and-so made us feel. Mm. You know what I mean? Like and what so-and-so what, what so -and -so is bringing out of us. Yeah. Because there's something that we attached ourselves to an old memory that we still haven't let go of. So every time so-and-so talks, I react. And we're attached to past not being in present. Yeah, so you're always looking back. And, and because you're looking back, you're ruining your future. Yeah, yeah, you know I understand. I mean? and you're manifesting that, that same issue and, and perpetuating its pain. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so we come into this stuff. Now, when you go into resilience, the reason why we need to be resilient in those moments is so you don't fall victim to those feelings or those emotions mm. because I know many times I've, al I've allowed things in the past or not even realizing I allowed those things in the past because I haven't really got over them. Mm. They come up. So when something gets presented in this moment, I react the same way that I did in the past. Yeah. Now I'm re just recycling the same, the same feeling, the same emotion is bringing out the same thing that's stopping me from doing what I want to do yep. because I'm too worried about whatever that is. If it's an insecurity or, um, or it's a traumatic experience from the past or anything that's going to stop me from moving forward. Yeah. So now with this resilience, you need to understand all these things so they're no longer anything that holds you back. Yep. Like the reason we don't make a lot of choices, I remember I, for myself is making these big jumps or making these big moves because I would always think of maybe because my insecurities, I judge myself too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I, if I don't have 100% confidence in making it successful, I won't make the move because mm. I'm too, I'm too scared of how being a failure feels for me because of this, this construct I created of what, what I do or what I think people think of me. Mm. You know what I mean? And in order that, what have I done now? <laughs> I've done things that I've scared myself out of doing things that I wanted to do. Yeah. 100%. You know what I mean? I've scared, I've scared myself to do things that I truly believe that were for me. Yeah. And the things that made me excited, but because of what I've done is going back to the past and like, and just instantly think about old experiences and thinking they might even come to life into this new experience that I won't even bother. Yeah. Now I'm holding myself back to where I should be or what I wanted to do. Yeah. Now I'm still living the same life because I'm, I'm, I'm be acting like a coward in a sense. Yeah. 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 So it, this is why going into this stuff builds or building emotional resilience. Yeah. I think it's quite, I think it's, I think it's quite a good asset. Like it's, it's so good. And I feel like uh, teaching our children is, is, is um, how we leave our legacy. Mm. Uh, even if we don't have children, you know, we people, I sent you a message yesterday. Um, our children or children we're around won't always li uh, will listen, but they won't always hear us, but they always watch us. So whether you have a children or not, or, or, or if you're um, people, you know, you could pass children every day, all the time. Uh, it's how we act, is how we leave our legacy. Mm. As, you know, we need to be able to look for this, look, look, pave the way for this next generation. And that's not through trying to fix them or pu putting our, our lack of worth onto them. It's just more about building ourselves up 
So that way they can see the example of resilience and faith mm. in ourselves and in a higher being. So that way that they can um, monkey see, monkey do. <laughs> yeah. I was saying that too. That's why I'm, we're probably going to bring up our kids a lot in this in yeah. these conversations because they're the biggest drivers for us because yeah, exactly. exactly they're going to watch us. We can't tell them what to do. Yeah. Like when was the last time your parents told you something to do and did you do it? No, you You're probably like, hell no. I'm like, bro, you don't know me. <laughs> don't tell me what to do, how to live my yeah. life. So yeah. I come to realize because of my experience and observing that and observing how I am with um with my parents and how I react, I'm like, all right, cool. I want my daughter to be I want my daughter my daughter to be an embodiment of this. Yep. And I'm like, and, I, and the only way she'll know is by through dad's actions. Mm. And then for me, I'm like, all right, I want her to be great. Like I think I want to be great. But I'm like, what's stopping me from achieving those things. I know I've got a lot of frustrations in my life that stopped me from doing a lot of these things, but I'm aware of that. Mm. I'm aware of that and I'm ready to drop that. Yeah. In order to drop that, I have to go back into these things and understand why they frustrate me. Mm. So now I need to get to the point where I'm actually diving into the past so they're no longer going to affect my present future. Yeah. I want to let go. I want to understand why I reacted the way I reacted or I want to understand why I'm so emotionally attached to it and why it affects me because I'm no longer want to do these things that I want to drop these things that scare me from making moves. Yeah. All right. I want to be, I want to live a greatest life. You want to live a hero. A, a hero is almost fearless. Yeah. I have to get myself into a fearless mentality in order to do that. I have to have no worries. I have to attach my, detach myself from emotions that stop me from wanting to do what I want to do. So now going through, now I'm creating this emotional resistance. Now, so when happen, what ends up happening with emotional resistance, because I felt everything I needed to felt, I learned the lessons I needed to learn from all of that. Now, when they present themselves, they no longer affect me. Mm. Now, when they present themselves in my life, they're just something that happens. <laughs> I understand it as it, it, I understand it because my observation, my observation skills are completely different. Then when I see it, I go, "It's actually not a me thing. Mm. This is a, this might be a you thing or an environment thing. It might not be um, anything to do with me." So I kind of attach myself to it. Yeah. So now I can't attach myself to it. It's actually no longer a problem. Yeah. Tomorrow's a new day. I keep on going. You know See, what I mean? And, and I love that fact that you walk you, you walked us through the the internal side of it because we internalize without being equipped of awareness or being able to see it and scope out the, that perspective is you walked us through how you were able to go from here, our fear or wh wh wherever that was, there's that adversity and flip it in real time and be like turning into an opportunity or mm. turn into something of self growth. So thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Cause I think it's, um, it's very powerful. And if you use, when you allow yourself to use that as a tool, you realize how that actually will, um, start helping you because now you're finding out what doesn't align with you. Mm. Once you start getting rid of the options of who you aren't, you start finding the things, the things that who you are start coming up more mm. because now you're firm of who you are not. Yeah. Once you write down that list of who you are not, you start finding out the things of who you are. Mm. And I think if, you, if I flipped it the other way, who are you? That question's harder than who you are not. So I think going back into the past, all these things that you, um, that you have these bad emotions to, they're the things you are not. Mm. You going into them, dropping them, coming to realize that does no longer, that long, sorry, that long, no, no longer serves you. <laughs> You're just waiting for that moment yeah, where we yeah. both say it at the same time, yeah. but emphasis. Yeah. So you get to, and then you get to that point and you start finding things that do serve you. You start finding the things that are great about you. Yeah. And then you start finding that, that purpose, that sense of being, that sense of um, what makes you so special. 
Yeah, bro. And then now you flipped it around. Now you drop negativity. Now you're finding all the positives in your life. Yeah. And now you're connecting to yourself and connecting to yourself is now you're embracing yourself. Once you start embracing yourself, you start embracing what you can do, yeah. what you can do for others. Yeah. And then now life gets exciting. Yep. You know creating, what I mean? Creating that space to be creative. Yeah. And I think you got to, that's what, that's, just, that's the special thing for me when going through all this stuff is sort of, um, I, I, I come to the point where I've, I was so aware that me falling victim to those past memories or past feelings or past experiences that subconsciously, because I felt so strong towards them, I subconsciously created them in um, future moments. Yeah. And that there, was, that there was one of the things where I realized I was like, wow, I made this. I made this because I have something here I don't want to deal with. Mm. I made this because I don't want to admit that I'm the one in the wrong. I created it. Wow. I'm like, cool. I created something that I didn't want in my life. I can imagine what happens if I flip this around (laughs) and start creating with intent. Yeah. But in order to create an intent, you have to come and you have to, this is where I would say this journey, this type of stuff is very hard because you have to ask yourself what stops you. And then you might have to go into you might have to go into um, you might have to go into your inner self and ask some questions that you never wanted to bring back up alive. Mm. But now you have to go back, go back, answer these questions. No longer hold attachment to them because these are the things that are creeping up and creating the the situations that you're making. Um, I don't know if we should do an example. Um, just like relationships or friendships or anything like that, you come yeah. in because you bring in your insecurities into, um, you got some strong insecurities. Yeah. Just say that. Let's yeah. say, I think everyone can relate to this. And then there's some things that you don't want to address yourself because you don't really love yourself. Mm. And then what ends up happening is when they say something that doesn't align with or makes you strongly feel how you already feel about yourself, you, you react in a way that's going to end something that you didn't want to end. Mm. You know what I mean? That's where you sort of subconsciously even though it's conscious actions, but subcon- subconsciously you didn't want this. Yeah, yeah Consciously yeah. you created it because you haven't dealt with something from the past, from your insecurities, that self, that you don't feel like you're enough. And do you think because you haven't addressed with it, it's the ego kind of protecting itself and self-sabotaging so you don't have to deal with that pain? Oh, 100%. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, and that's this, and that's, thing, that's, uh, that's the topic we could get into as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so now we now we sort of now when that's happening is now you end up create now you create this ego around protection, yeah. and this ego around protection is making you ignore your real problems because mm. you're telling yourself you don't have issues as everyone else. Everyone else doesn't align with who you are, and who you want to be, but you don't really know. That's why you're acting the way you're reacting. Yeah, you do to a degree, and it's hard. It's it's, it's definitely hard to and and I still. When you lean into, say, difficulties or even with the awareness, say, um, like awareness that we're developing right now and we've still got a long ways to go. Like we've come across many people that were like, whoa, just a, just a kind of a baseline of like, oh, we, we got a lot to got a lot to learn. I look forward to that. But when it's in those cloudy moments, it's super hard to be, and it's confusing. Be like, okay, cool. It, once you identify the ego, the work's not done. Like, it's, and I've spoken about this before. It camouflages as intuition or gut feelings, mm. especially when you've you've attached your actions or how you speak or your value of self mm. 
or, or other people with this ego, it's it's a death of self. Like, and it's painful. It's painful to be all right. Cool. So, I used to wake up and I used to be like, oh, I'll just just I just want to go back to sleep. I just let's just. You know, it's three hours. I can sleep in another three hours and it's three hours less that I have to endure the pain of the day. That's that's not... Like, I look back at it, I'm like, bro. Like, I just want to hug that dude. <laughs> um, And 100%, the, there's moments where I'd be like, Ugh. but now they're like five minutes. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's get out. Let's have a cold shower. Um, let's get on with the day. But I do understand where that pain, where that pain is, and it's really hard to to get yourself out of that hole of not wanting to have a crack, um, not believe in self. And I guess the best way to look at, at at ego is is to be tools in which I I use, and it's through reaching out, like I've discussed community, you know, develop, developing teams and communities in which you can have a conversation like this with. It's also through journaling. I think that's a lot of it. Um, journaling for me has been very powerful and I don't do it every day. Um, I've been doing it a lot more of late and I think that's because I felt the need to because there's a lot in my head. Um, and you've expressed the modality as far as breath work and I, I look very much forward mm. to... So what I'm trying to tap into is because I always think of like not everyone's at this part. Not everyone's kind of done some work on in this kind of light. So I want to bring it back to the baseline of like if you're just starting this journey, you know, I feel you and I understand where you, I, I, I'm compassionate to where you're coming from because I could never fully understand because I'm not in your shoes. Um, but just ways in which to, cool, we start. We start today. We start by making a change and change is, is it brings up a lot of things. So having faith in laying each brick to build that wall or build that bridge in order to get to a place of joy. Um, so for me, it was journaling, conversations. Like I was just blessed with, with, with coming across people um, like yourself um, and being able to have these vulnerable conversations um, as well as, you know, meditation, but even with meditation, I, I, I discussed before, I was like, meditation is hard sometimes when I got so much going in my mind. Mm. And that's when you explain breath work. And I very much look forward to looking at that tonight as it, you have no choice but to look at your breath and focus on your breath. So you're eternally present. So it just kind of gives you a break. Um, so kind of going off on a tangent here. But yeah, just just have it. Like there are modalities and look, we're not here to give advice again and I will only speak in ways that are responsible of its duty of care by looking, talking about what we have experienced and you guys can take adaptations on that and how that will best serve you. But it's just having a start and having faith in self. That's how you start and that's how you continue and that's how when you lean into the pain and you lean into self-discovery, that means that, that you will discover darkness. And all this awareness is, is good and you can also get addicted to it. You know, we've discussed this before, how you can get addicted to being like, it's because I have addictive personality. Um, 
where you'd be like, oh, I will need to learn this. I need to learn that. I need to learn that. What that does in hindsight is like, oh, well, I don't have that. My self-worth is only as good as this awareness that I achieved, this, this content that. So just being able to realize that, yes, cool. It's important to be aware and to build yourself and, and recreate yourself to a better version where this is where it is, where you are most joyful in the present. And that's all we're doing it for. And that's all we, like, if you keep that baseline, what brings me joy, um, whether it be short-term or long-term, um, we'll tack into the, the comfort zone a little bit later. But whatever brings you joy in the long term is very important and that's how you do the work now you, you dig into the pain you um and you allows you to be present so that way you're not consumed with your thoughts of self-defeat of uncertainty um it frees you from that wanting to be in control of everything yeah i think that um that strong sense of control is is a lot of um people's demise mm. i think um that is a lot of people, that's the core root of a lot of things. And I come to realize once I lose control, that's when it used to bother me a lot. Yeah. And I sense it like, a, I, didn't realize, I didn't even realize how controlling I was, but yeah, that's the worst thing about it. I didn't even realize until I actually look back and I'm like, wow, I was like, this is, this is next level, um, this next level control. And then what I had to do to, in order to get control was even worse. Like yeah. I had to sacrifice things I didn't want to do just because I needed to feel the power in the situation. Me needing to feel the power in the situation is me acting out of character. Yeah. Like now going back, if we go back to those things where I was, um, my mantra last week of what makes me when I'm in my moment, in the present moment, enjoying my, having my joy was those um, four factors. And the main word coming off was fun. Yep. I'm like, this guy who's trying to take control and trying to win power in the situation is no longer fun. He's serious. Mm. This isn't me. This yeah. isn't Charlie. And that there is where it starts bothering me because I allow to fall victim to that other side that needs this control because he wants to protect his feelings. Yeah. And I think that's what happens with ego. Ego is pretty much, we don't, the reason we develop our ego, well, my ego of having to have power and control was because that, that guy, that, that side of me doesn't like to cry. Mm. That side of me doesn't like to feel sad. And the worst thing about it is he feels even sadder when he when he and it, when it, he's done it and it comes back to him yeah so now sort of like i've self-inflicted this pain back on myself and that makes me worse with knowing that i did it i mm. created it how, so is that, how long has that been going on for do you reckon oh i think that's been going on all my life really yeah, yeah. i've been programmed that way how is that reprogramming for you it's been hard like after the sort of um it's i have to go and connect to what like who i really am mm -hmm. because at moments as much as i say i have that I might not show it, but I show it to the people close to me. Yeah. Um, that's where it causes me the most amount of conflict. Yeah. Uh, because that comes back and goes ten time, uh, tenfold back on myself. Yep. Um, in saying that, yeah, just that sense of control, it kills me. Yeah. But now going through it, now I have to connect back to myself. Yep. And I remember who I am. And in order to do that, I have to like, it's a lot of self-searching, you know what I mean? Because it, through my life, I've had a lot of moments where this natural side of Charlie comes out. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful and blessed that he comes out more than this other side. Yeah. But that's when, I'm, that's when I've come to realize that's me. Yeah. That's who I'm really meant to be. And this is where I'm at my most happiest. Yeah. So I needed to connect to that side of me more. Yeah. In order to do that, I have to figure out what aligns with me, 
what feels right for me and where I want to go in order to feel with that guy. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In order to do that, I have to drop the other guy more so. Yeah. Because I can tap into the other side, but I can get, I can get very attached to the other guy very quickly for too long. And it, there's a sense of, uh, I guess there's a perfect segue into it, comfortability. Mm. Um, we want to avoid pain. Mm. Um, so we avoid pain, say, for instance, when you are changing self and, and you are adapting and you're becoming more aware, the ego is loves comfort mm. because any change of, of that and attachment to that, it will be like, come on, man, like, it's all right. Just, just do that again. You know, you've done that before. This is safe. This is the comfort zone. Mm. That is dangerous. So that's when I'm like, that's in those moments, that's when you can detach. Like, okay, that's ego. That is not my intuition because it's stopping me from doing something else, doing something new. Remember that hamster wheel that you're trapped into. You're constantly in it. Like, why, why do that same thing? When those thoughts come into mind, and you'll be able to reflect on that and, and really identify and become more aware, which is a superpower in itself, and be like, okay, cool, that doesn't serve me. That's a weed. I'm going to pull that out, and I'm going to plant a seed of awareness and um, and self belief. Yeah, that, that that word comfort too. Like as much as a nice word, you want to be comfortable. Mm. To me, that's where a lot of my frustrations come from. Yeah, it's because I I decided to pick comfort comfort first. Yeah. But yet I know that I inside me there's something else inside me that wants to do these things. But this being scared to lose the comfort mm. is what stops me from doing the next step. Yeah. So comfort could be a bad thing. It's, it's, it's a good thing at the same time too. But if you allow your ego to be comfortable, mm. now you're going to stay stuck. Yep. Because you don't know how to move forward because you don't know because you now you're scared to feel if the possible failure. Do you get me? Because I love yeah. comfort. I like comfort. Yeah. Enter the poor me mentality. Yeah. So um so you gotta you gotta embrace being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And being uncomfortable is what gets you comfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Comfortable in making choices and believing in your faith and your faith in yourself. Mm. I think uh, getting uncomfortable makes you comfortable yep. with yourself. And you have to dive into that in order to do that. That's where emotional resilience is. Mm. Having emotional resilience is um, being uh, enjoying being uncomfortable to be comfortable. Mm. Because, like I said, now when these emotions come up, you're comfortable with them because you've dealt with them. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. They no longer serve you. That turns into real joy. Yeah, you know. So, say for instance, if you're, and this is a real life situation for me or used to be, um, is my son will be playing and I'll be thinking about work or be like, oh, I've got to do this, got to do that, got to do that. That is robbing me of my joy with my son, which is fleeting. As we know, our, our, our kids, they grow up so quickly. You know, you, I, I don't see my, my son for a couple of days and he's like, change all of a sudden. So I think that's when we find comfort in, in the addiction of this rush of having to do things. Like it's a comfort thing. I've got to do that, got to do that. Even though it feels uncomfortable, there's a certain level of comfort to it because it's what we know. I think so it's more about comfort of what we know and that's where we have to break out of that and that's the uncomfortable zone and where we'll find growth by doing something and changing something that we know that doesn't serve us through where whatever through self-reflection, journaling or, or, or conversation, we know that it doesn't serve us. So I guess that's where you can start is be like, okay, cool. If I go through my day, cool, work's work, I focus on work, that's fine. And when 
we shouldn't define ourselves as what we do. Um, so when we take ourselves out of the work situation where we're at home or with friends and family, sweet. How do I get the most joy out of this? And that's probably where you can start by identifying things that you may need to change or things that you may need to address and become more aware of. So if it's things like, oh, I'm not really enjoying this because um, I've got work on my mind or I've got conflict that I'm thinking about. Okay, cool. They're, they're the uncomfortable things that you don't you have to address. And how often do we like say, for instance, confrontation with another person? We're more reluctant. We're, we're more likely to 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 build a coalition or a gossip network in order to kind of get a self validation mm. with. Uh, and resonating with other people be like yeah this person said that yeah no nah, that's not good um you know fuck them excuse <laughs> my language but we f- serve a, a coalition of validation rather than ripping that band-aid off centering ourselves and be like i'm going to enter this with a, a a present conversation out of respect and be like cool when you did this i felt this way nine times out of ten it's going to be in a better result. Not a result as in it might not be the way that you expect it to come come out, but the fact that you had that conversation is self-therapy. Yeah, so the fact that you had that conversation, you no longer carry the conversation. Yeah. I think as shit as that, how uncomfortable those conversations are, mm. you need to have those conversations because you need to drop it. Yeah. Because you don't want to have to go to the point you're still gossiping about this stuff. Yeah. Because now you're no longer, you still haven't let go of, you're bringing it along. Yeah. And now you're trying to do and pass on that energy to other people. Yep. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you know, so, like you're, clearly you're still dragging onto it. Yeah. Now what's worse, you're trying to make other people feel like this. Yeah, you're carrying on that burden to someone else. Yeah. You're being a dick. You're being a grog. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, I think in through all this stuff, yeah, you have to embrace, I think, be, like, prepare yourselves to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Learning to be uncomfortable makes you comfortable. Yeah. Like when you go into fitness and health, in order to change, you need to create stress. Mm. In order to create stress, you need to work. Mm. You ne- in, in some moments, you want to get, you want to perform better, you need to get uncomfortable. Mm. It's simple facts. So at the same time too, you, as much as you're we're building muscles or incre- increasing cardiovascular at the gym, you need to do the same thing with your emotions mm. and your feelings and that center of um, that center of self that you need to train those muscle groups. Yeah. You need to train them by being uncomfortable in dealing with what you're going through. Yeah. And you have to be, you have to be proud enough or brave enough to admit these things. Yeah. And now when you create those muscles and strengthen those muscles, this is the skills that you get that you start realizing you can do anything because no, like things don't really affect you the way they affect you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're still going to bother you. Yeah. You're not going to attach yourself to it and know, that, and know that you're the problem and ruin your self-worth. And we're not saying block everything that makes you human. Like fear makes you human. Fear is an, a, uh, uh, adaptations for for self-preservation you know it's important fear is an indication of of what you what you'll need to work on you know fear is is that is kind of an intro to the lesson and you know there's times and places to 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 endure that and you know there's no point in like say for instance i'm in hospitality middle of service you know we've got you know, you got 10, 10 dockets up, making so many cocktails and stuff. Something goes wrong. 100% there's, there's, there's fear in that, um, of that happening, but I can't let that interfere with the present time. I will be like, okay, cool. I'll talk about it with the person or whatever it is after service. 
But at the moment, I'm going to be engaged with my customers. I'm going to be engaged with my guests, so to say, and and make every cocktail, make every drink with love. So, what I'm trying to articulate is that there is a time and a place to work on things. So, because the most important thing is how you are in the present. You know, whether it be at work, like I just just mentioned, or whether you be with your family. You know, it's it's very important that. No, all this work is, is good and we, we, we talk about a little bit of the dark stuff and lean into it's just trying to shed light but just know that there is a balance and that balance is is achieved so we can be more present with 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 today with now I think the at the start of it all and the start of addressing all this stuff and I think the reason why it's good the scale is going to be on the other end a little bit more mm. But then once you, don't forget, you, we call it you let go and you drop it. So what happens to the scale? Mm. It's yep. like, it gets, it shifts, yep. right? So now you've got, you got all the good stuff heavy on the other end while all the negative stuff is higher on the other end because it's no longer got weight to you. Mm. So eventually, yeah, like at the start of it, you're going to go through it. You, the scale is going to be on one side of things. On my stuff and the way I did things, the, the scale was heavy. Yep. The scale was heavy. But I've dropped so much weight in regards to... Um, old attachments, old emotions, old old memories, old experiences that my scale on the other end is completely different. Like yeah. I feel different. Anyone who knows me knows that I'm different. Like mm. the way I look, the the way I talk, the the way I sound, even even the way that my physical appearance is different. Yeah. Because there's a lot of um there's a lot of yeah, a lot of self worth in regards to who I know I can be. Mm. And I'm still in this journey when I'm still trying to find that out, but I have intent now. That yeah. intent is gets gets me excited because now I'm seeing what I can do for myself. Yeah. And now I know what I can do and want to achieve and find these things that align with me because I come to really feel what it feels to feel peace and joy and happiness and what that does for me. Yeah. And that how that energy shifts inside me. I want to not say that you're not going to have these issues. These issues are here to make sure they keep us grounded. Because if you stay on the other end, you might figure a Holy Spirit and you stop flying in the air. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent detached from humanity. Yeah. So, but in saying that too, like that idea of knowing that I can tap into that, and knowing how that feels and how I can make other people feel, and how that goes vice versa both ways, is where um, I see the joy and happiness in my life now. Let's um, let's try and articulate this into a uh, pragmatic form, as far as. In the last podcast, we talked about you know you have the you have you have the power to make a choice. Um, you have the power to make a choice to change things that aren't serving you. And now we're tapping into that say second step of of being aware, um, and that's being aware of ego versus intuition, um, and being able to make that change. So we're talking about the choice and the choice to make a change and put implementing that into life. Then we talk about things in which um so what i'm getting from from this conversation is that faith and uh, faith and resilience uh methodologies and constants in which you can still remain a baseline of of self-worth or of, of belief in self um so faith being that beacon of light in which we hold our our truest form our truest values of like what makes us what we are um, the example is, is your mantra and you know it's revolved around joy and fun and and so holding on to those so that way in the darkness and the shadows and the haze of any 
any obstacles, any resistance that we come across that in uncomfortable situations, we have that beacon to guide us, be like, cool, this is our path. This is, this is, I'm going to do this and I remain true to myself. Is that, was there anything, You are you in agreement with that? Mm, I am. Yeah. So like, I think this is kind of happening organically. We're just taking a guided step as far as how to, observe the change, make the change. And we're doing this in real time. You know, there's, there's many things that we have let to yet to learn. And that's why it comes out so raw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but like, I'm so grateful for this opportunity and I very much hope that it changes someone's, someone's day. Um, and, and people are able to lay that brick to, to, to change. Um, as we are constant progress and I very much look forward to looking back 10 episodes from now and be like oh wow look, look at the look, look how you've grown yeah I think that's the thing when uh, when I speak of this stuff I want like everything that comes out of my mouth I, I hope you take it as I woke up one day and decided to change I decided mm. to change I decided to make action I decided to decide how I want to feel yeah that's what I want you to like when anything through here is like, it's, it comes back to you guys. Yeah. It comes back. If this conversation does anything, it's because you need to make a choice. Yeah. All we're doing is giving you experience of the importance of why, mm. and why we think that you should take this choice and take these steps and what it does for us. But it comes back to always, or any of this stuff, anything that you listen to, it comes back to you. Yeah. It comes back onto how you want to feel, how you, you need to answer these questions. Yeah. And they, they're not, and that's the very important. These aren't, and our duty of care as 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 being on a public forum is is not to not to tell you what to do. Um, I invite you to this world of self discovery and, and, and building building your worth and not identifying your worth as possessions or, or, or monetary value or things that can be purchased by them, but but worth as in how you enter each day. You know, with the courage to make mistakes and learn from them through resilience and faith in self to make that know that the fact that you have a choice, those things that didn't serve you, you created them, which means that you have the freedom to create something different because it takes the same amount of energy. Mm. And it, but what is, what's the difference is you create something that it doesn't serve you or something that has a negative effect on your life. It doesn't give you energy in, in order to continue. It's exhausting. Mm. But if you flip that same energy into creating something that's good for yourself, planting seeds and pulling out the weeds, is it re-energizes you so it's like it's the best renewable source of energy that you ever tap into so through through sharing these these experiences in in real time in real talk is i think that's the biggest thing that i'd want someone to see is that you have access to renewable energy and it just happened and it's just the the distance between head and heart is the biggest distance that someone can achieve. But one, but once they realize mm. what that is, it becomes very, very small. You know, it's just you are so much in control and you are so valuable. You you have so much value to offer and you are a untapped untapped potential just, just waiting for active manifestation. When I say active manifestation, it's like you have to be an active participant in change, active participant in life. Manifestation is not sitting on the couch and waiting for something to happen. You know, things, good things never happen to people that just sit on the couch. 
And this is coming from someone who has a habit of just sitting on the couch um, because I feel too tired or feel that, you know, and I still do that sometimes. And I pull myself up on it, get down on the floor, play with, play with my son Dante. And in those moments, I'm, I'm in joy and everything, every adversity that I come across means nothing, minuscule, because I'm there and I'm present. And that's the gift that, that today gives. Mm. I, think the, the I think the most simple thing it would be, we want you to, when you wake up, you want to be better than yesterday. Yeah. And, um, that's really this type of stuff. This stuff is for me to always be like, I want to be, when I go to sleep, I want to be better than today when I wake up. First thing I think is I'm going to be better than yesterday. Mm. And when you go to sleep, you want to be able to say, I did the best I can. Mm. I, I, you know, I, I laid it all out. I did that. I loved, I laughed, I cried, but I did it with the best ability that I can because I did it. Because mm. if I didn't, well, it wasn't me. But waking up the next day and be like, Let's do it all over again. And these each day is a brick. Each moment in that day is a brick in which we build ourselves, build our bridges to reach other people. And that is enough because we're enough. And the human, us being human is, is such a, is limitation to, to perspective. And the way I look at it is that humans are so adaptable. We've been around on this earth for a very long time. And... We, we have so much potential that we don't tap into. Oh, so much potential. You know, so much. And, yeah, I look, I look forward to, to seeing people that are, like, I will, I, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for a conversation. <laughs> I love conversation. And I look forward to, and I see people, and I'm like, I look forward to seeing you, like, in your glory. Bro. I get excited for some people when I talk to them. Yeah. I'm hoping when I speak to them, I'm like, I'm not saying anything direct, but I'm like, I hope you reach your potential because yeah. you are amazing. And I hope yeah. you see that. And that's what this conversation is. They get you thinking so you can start reaching those things or start understanding that you can be those. We want yeah. you to feel that you can be. Yeah, Everyone's got this potential in their life to reach this greatness, to live their little hero journey. And it's just, it's the simplest question. Is, it's a simple question you need to answer is you need to be better than yesterday. Yeah. Start getting that idea of... Um, and you get to be better than yeah. yesterday. But in order to do that, you need to act now. Yeah. You need to act now. If you want to be better than yesterday or tomorrow, sorry, you need to be as good as you can be today. Yeah. Well, I think everything comes back to putting the bricks on now. Yeah. And I always feel like whoever you are at this moment will be your present future later. Yeah. So you need to make sure you need to tap into all those emotions and those good feelings of love, joy, happiness. Yeah. And then being at peace. That too, when you tap into all that stuff as well, in situations where you're in conflict, if you know you're coming with heart and coming with who you really are, yeah, you actually, it's impossible to hold attachment to a bad conflict because yeah. you were yourself. Yeah. You did nothing wrong. Yeah, it's like, yeah, cool, that happened. That happened, but I was me and I was being true to me and I was yeah. coming from a place of love. You actually can move along the situation straight away it doesn't actually hold no bar to you and even if in self-reflection you identify like oh maybe i had a little bit of ego on that that's all cool too because now you observe you take into the present and be like well that's not going to happen again mm. but if it if it happened again i'm going to pull myself up and it's amazing how being aware can change your sense of being and change your actions and put you at peace where where you feel it you believe it you say it and you act on it you know, that's, it's, it's amazing. So that's where faith comes in. That's the faith. Faith that's, in process. Yeah. 
And that's when you start feeling the faith. That's when you start realizing it's all on you, faith in you, yeah. faith in you to connect. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, let's wrap up with some gratitude. Um, so I'm very grateful for, um, for you, Charlie, for, for creating space. Um, I've, ex- I, I've expressed that I've been doing a lot of work on mind and that, and it's time for me to, to work on my, my physical health. Um, and creating space and illuminating the light where that way, you know, it's, I am, I've created this sense of self, but you illuminate the light in that working on my physical, uh, physical being allows me to tap into the connection between spirit and body. Mm. And it's, it's it also, it will empower me to create something down the line as well. So by creating this canvas of my, my, my physical body, it will, and I look very much forward to it. Like there's going to be some resilience, uh, moments of resilience and faith in there. But I very much look forward to that because I'm sure and I'm positive that it will lead into me creating many, many opportunities and many things beautiful in the future for myself. Yeah, I would like to say that we will talk about an episode on that when that yep. journey starts, because I truly, the taking care of your body yep. is a massive step. Yeah, it's the first step of actually understanding most of this stuff and most of these feelings and understanding that um, when you decide to take action in changing mm. your health is when you actually start understanding what it means to create yeah. an outcome that you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's when you start really feeling that, embodying that. And then we could even talk about the the physiological things of everything as well because there is a very physical component to it and there's a lot of... Not yeah, so I'd love to touch into to, to, to some research as well. Yeah, not so much like a deep... like not down science science way, but in regards to uh, understanding what the what happens in those moments and why it's so good and why it aligns to this message. Mm. We'll talk about we'll talk about that as well a little bit more. Yeah, cool. In the future. What are you grateful for today, my friend? Um, I'm grateful always for the conversation. Yeah. I'm always I'm always grateful to express myself because mm. I feel like a lot as we talk there's not that I'm holding any resentment or any negative emotions into it. It's, 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 I love talking about this stuff out loud because it reminds me of how far I've come. Mm. And then it reminds me of how far I've yet to go. Yeah. But that journey from there is, that's an exciting journey now. Yeah. That exciting journey of where I'm going to be and where I'm going to go yeah. is, um, is different. There's no more, I think talking about this stuff and sharing this stuff, even when um, I've had conversations over the last two days with my friends, just knowing where I'm at with this stuff and what it's doing for other people, like getting them to ask questions for themselves because I, I like to think that I'm, I wouldn't, not in an egotistic way, but I'm like, I like to think that I w- I'm, not, I'm friends with you because I see something great in you. Mm. And, I'm, and I love the fact that you actually look, look at me like you understand what I'm talking about. You see that greatness in yourself. Mm. And I'm glad that I was able to create this conversation to open that up for you. Yeah, you offer a definitely offer a mirror of myself of resilience and self worth. Yeah, so when I create space and my gratitude is people to allow me to affect them like that. Yeah, and and it makes it brings me a lot of happiness and joy because I know I'm doing it because I love them mm. and I lo- and I want to see you reach your potential. Like yeah. I want you to feel the way I feel that I think of myself. I want you to do that for yourself. Yeah, you know what I mean. Not saying I don't think the way I want you to think. I want yeah. you to think the way you need to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, a lot of these opportunities, I think that's where it's kind of cool. Where I'm grateful for like expressing on the mic where I've where I've come from. Yeah. Um, where my journey's yet to be. Yep. It's not done. I still got a long life. Yeah. 
and I'm projecting like I'm gonna, I'm intending to live a long life. And then um and then I have the opportunity to know that my words mean something when I'm talking to my friends. Mm. Like this this all this stuff didn't go into vain. You know what I mean? It wasn't just for me. I, I really I come to realize this stuff is for other people. I felt a lot. I am human at the end of the day. And we all share we all share the same experiences. Let me give you pers- uh, perspective on situations that you don't longer let them allow, don't attach to them because they don't serve you. No. You know what I mean? And your worth and your uh, attachment is a form of, is an attachment of identity and our den- identity is, our worth and our self is so much more than any binary metric that we actually put out there. Yeah, and, and, says, and to no longer waste energy on those things. Mm. Like it's just exhausting, it's not worth it. It's really not worth it. So yeah. if we can get to a point where you come to realize they don't serve you quicker. Yeah. And you can find the things that do. Yeah. I'm like, that's where I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to do things like that. Amazing, brother. And I'm sure that as we go through, we'll give a little bit more. Yeah. More and more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I understand. And we uh, very much look forward to um, having some guests on. And, um, you know, for, uh, you know, we got a 360 view individually. Um, and then with you. We have a 720 view and we keep on growing with that. Mm-hmm. So that way we grace the audience that you guys are with an increased perspective um, because we love you um, and because you're enough and um, we, we really appreciate you guys. So thank you. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. All right, guys, that is us out. Um, this is we'll be coming out on a Sunday. So prepare your week. Um, and let's enter Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday the following with love, joy, and peace. Thank you. Love you.